guest is married to Pastor John. She has four active boys that love sports. She has been in a relationship with Jesus since middle school, my Lord. She is from Georgia, but lives in Kentucky for seven years before moving to West Virginia. She has helped Pastor John plant two churches, a worldwide ministry, and a Christian academy. She mostly helps Pastor John behind the scenes, but also feels called to speak, teach, and write. She has written a book called Walk by Faith. She partnered with her husband, Pastor John, to write Making Marriage Last and Purity, Dating, Courtship, and Marriage. Welcome our guest, Trilogy Christian Publishing author, Brandy Beck-Smith. Welcome, Brandy. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm good. Good. How are you? I am well. Well, we're going to pray. I'm going to ask you if you can pray. You're going to pray a sin, and then we're going to go right into the questions, okay? Okay. All right. Lord God, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you for all the good gifts that you've given us, Lord. And we just pray over this podcast and this time today, Lord. We pray that you would touch our mouths and speak through us, Lord. Give us the words to say, God, and help us to glorify you and we just pray you would bless this time and help it to minister and speak to other people in jesus name amen 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 all right let's get right into the questions well what our readers really want to know the name of your book is called walk by faith tell us why you named the book walk by faith Well, God put that title on my heart. It was between that and one other title, which is actually my subtitle. But Walk by Faith, I feel like it describes my life and mine and my husband's life, how we have heard from God and then walked out what God told us to do. And that took faith because we didn't always have the resources or money or we couldn't always see how it was going to come together. So it took us walking by faith. So the book is the story of my life and our life. My husband and I, now we have four kids. And so it's the story of how we have walked by faith. All right. And what attracted you to this type of story? Why this story in particular? Well, um, I felt like, you know, the Lord put it on my heart to write this book. And so... This type of story was just, it's a true story. It's who we are. It's our life. And I just kind of share our testimony um, and how we met the Lord and how we've lived it out. And so it's just our story. And I felt so called by God to write it down to inspire other people to do the same. So what drew me to it, I guess, was just the Lord putting putting it on my heart. And I love him and I want to, you know, do what the Lord puts on my heart to do so um i do as well (laughs) now how long did it take you to manifest the idea of writing this book into it actually becoming a book well overall it took five years 
Um, God put it on my heart about that long ago, and I just didn't start writing it right away because I'd never done that kind of thing before. I did have a blog that I would write some in the blog, and I, I had always journaled, you know, since I was a middle school girl, but I'd never written a book before, but I knew he wanted me to, and he kept speaking to me about it. So finally, I started writing one hour a day when we lived in Kentucky. And then we ended up starting a Christian school, so I had to quit writing, and I put all my time and energy into starting a Christian school. Then we moved to West Virginia, and I had my fourth child, so I didn't have time to write then, or I didn't make time to write. Um, But then I got that contract with Trilogy Publishing, and that just really helped me stay accountable to getting that book finished and So overall, five years, which is so crazy to think about. But when God puts something on your heart, sometimes it takes time. So, And I I truly uh, agree with you. Sometimes it takes longer. You can have the idea or the thought of a book idea, and it doesn't manifest until years later. Um, That's God. That's just how it works, you know. Let me ask you this question. If you had to choose one chapter, what is your favorite chapter within the book and why? Well, my favorite chapter is also my favorite number, chapter seven. Awesome. I've got my book here. And (laughs) chapter seven, you know, they say it's the perfect number in the Bible. That's probably one of my favorite number. But chapter seven is on stepping out by faith and following the cloud. And also chapter eight is on planning churches. That's just when we really started to step out by faith and to to try to do something bigger than ourselves, to try to do what God had called us to do that we knew we couldn't do within within ourselves, and it required stepping out by faith. So chapter seven and eight, that's when I really talk about our journey of stepping out onto the water, into the unknown, and then... Throughout the book, I tell what God did and how he made our faith sight. Awesome. 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 Well, the next question is, can you unfold the nuggets, those principles that govern your book? I know faith is one, but can you explain to us more nuggets, more principles that may govern this book? So, of course, you know, being a Christian, being saved, but then hearing the voice of God just Being able to discern the voice of God and know when God is speaking to you. Because you can't walk by faith if you don't know how to hear God's voice. Yeah, hearing God's voice is a big principle in the book. And then also trusting God to provide. Trusting that Mm. God is our provider. You know, um, ultimately, my husband or my job or my church, those are not my ultimate providers. God is my provider. And so Mm. I share in the book that my husband and I totally depended upon the Lord to be our provider. And when we had needs and financial needs or physical needs in planting churches and providing money, we didn't tell anybody our needs. We only told the Lord. And then we share all the answers to prayer that God provided. I mean, he provided amazing things along the way that only God could have done. And he just proved himself to be our provider if we trust him. So I would say those are the the main nuggets in the book. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, now we get ready to go a little deeper into the book. According to your book, you and your husband lived in the same town, however, grew up totally different. It appears that you both had different worldviews. Can you explain to us the difference between your worldview from your husband, Pastor John's worldview? And also, can you explain to us if your worldview was challenged by his worldview? That's a good question. So it's kind of funny that my husband and I grew up in the same town and never knew each other. I was in ninth grade. He was in 12th grade in the same high school, and we never knew each other. I was a Christian in high school, and he was not a Christian in high school. So our paths never crossed until we met in Bible college an hour and a half away. And I always said, I'll never marry a guy from Oconee County because none of them love Jesus. And then I ended up marrying a guy from Oconee County. And my husband does love Jesus, but my husband did not get saved until he was 21 years old. He was a drug addict and a drug dealer, and he was facing 15 or 16 years in jail, in prison, and God was able to make a way for him to go through a court system so he didn't have to do the 15 years. It was amazing how um, it was the first drug court program that had ever been made available, and it just so happened to be in the same town that our Bible college was in because his court date didn't come up till years later. And the only place in the whole state of Georgia just so happened to be 20 minutes from the Bible college that he was in. That's a God thing. Um, My Lord. God worked all that out. And so after my husband got saved at age 21, he read his Bible, went to church. He got discipled by his dad and other godly men. He went to Bible studies. And his worldview changed to a biblical worldview. And then I was in, you know, I was saved at a young age and discipled and went to Bible college. And so I had a biblical worldview. So when we got married, we both had a biblical worldview. Now, we've been married 16 years, four kids later. We've lived in three (laughs) different states. (laughs) We've done a lot of things that can put a lot of stress on your marriage. Mm. And so, you know, in recent years when maybe we disagreed on things, We have sought wise counsel, godly counsel, going to Christian counseling to get us on the same page. So that's helpful as well. My goodness, that is awesome. All I heard was mercy and grace. My Lord, your husband seemed like he's a he's an awesome um, man of God. So thank you for that information. Thank you for sharing that. Um, My next question is every person watching and listening, including myself. Have, have have been challenged in our faith. I mean, challenged. I mean, now it's the pandemic. Uh, we're dealing with the election. We're dealing with so many COVID-19. And so much stuff is going on out here. Help us to understand how your faith was challenged and how you have overcome that challenge. So one of the hardest times um, that I've gone through with my faith being challenged was when my husband was really sick. And he also, while he was sick, was in a foreign country on a mission trip and he got put in jail. And we didn't think he was going to be able to get out of jail and come home. And uh, it was very difficult. um, And I felt like my faith, you know, was failing, that I was being just eaten up with fear and worry and and doubt and so I would ask a couple ladies who were strong in faith to come to my house and to pray 
and they would come and pray with me and and then one time I called like into a TV you know show I don't know if it if it was through Trilogy or TBN but I called and a man called and prayed with me on the phone and he had faith and he had faith that God would heal my husband and you know I just I leaned on the faith of other people and other people's prayers during that time. And that's what got me through is leaning on the prayers of other people. My goodness, that will help. And that does help. Um, I think we all have had those experiences where we needed other people to pray for us. Someone that can get the ear of God right away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next question I have for you is what kind of, Uh, What can every person watching and listening to this interview expect to receive from your book? Well, I would hope that they would be inspired to go out and walk by faith for themselves and to go out and do what God has put on their heart to do. That's my heart behind writing the book is, first of all, if they're not saved, I want them to get saved and meet the Lord. And I want them to hear God's voice. You know, and to hear that still small voice and go out and walk out those dreams and goals and things that God has planned for them. Those good works that God has foreordained before they were even born that I pray they can be inspired to walk that out. Amen. 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 Well, one of my final questions I have for you is why is walking by faith, not by sight, so important for Christians to live by today? Well, I think of a verse, I think it's in Hebrews that says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then there's another verse about how God's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You know, walking by faith, it's an adventure. It's a grand adventure. It's a joyful thing. It's joyful to see God answer your prayers in miraculous ways. It's not always easy, but it's rewarding. And I think especially when we get to heaven, we'll look back and be glad we did walk by faith. But I think it's just what what the Bible talks about that we are supposed to do. And sometimes we don't know how to do that. And that's why I wrote my book, because I told our story and how we lived that out and how we walked that out. And so hopefully people can see, oh, that's what it means when the Bible says, walk by faith, not by sight. That's an example of what that looks like. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Well, there you have it. (laughs) Trilogy Christian publishing author, Brandy Beck Smith. Her book is called Walk by Faith. And it's on Amazon and you can purchase it on Amazon. I thank you for um, being on our broadcast today. You have been a blessing to me. We have had difficulties earlier, technical difficulties, but we have now completed, I believe, what God wanted us to complete. So I thank God for the, for you. If you have time, can you pray for those people watching and listening or will watch and listen this broadcast, um, this podcast, this video, who is struggling in their faith? Because we all struggle in our faith sometimes. I'd love to. All right. Father God, we just come before you right now, God. And I just want to pray for all those people who are watching now or all those people who might be listening now. Lord, you see them right now. You see them in their homes. You see them in their kitchen or their living room or as they're in the car 
driving and listening to this, God, you see them and you know the struggle they're going through. You know the hard time they're having. You know the discouragement and the fear and the depression that we're facing, Lord, with COVID-19 and the virus and the election and sickness and fear and and the threat of the world shutting down again, God, we pray that we just come against all that evil in Jesus' name and pray that faith would rise up. God, we pray that you would minister to the hearts of others and help their faith to be bigger than their fear. God, I pray you would touch them and help them to feel your presence and give them a word from you and a verse to cling to and to hang on to and help them to make this year the best year yet. God, as they cling to you and as they walk by faith, Lord, be near them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Again, we want to thank Trilogy Christian Publishing author Brandy Beck Smith. I thank you again for being a part of the TCPAG video podcast. For we write by faith and not by sight. You know, I, I took I took that and switched it around a little bit. <laughs> but I thank you and God bless you. And I will see you soon and I will get in contact with you soon. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Jesus, thank